everyone, uh, and welcome back to another episode of Into the Spotlight. Uh, I hope you're all having a nice day. Uh, you know, summer, it looks like it's definitely here. We've got warmer days uh, and we're looking, you know, fingers crossed about the June 21st. Uh, you know, at this time of recording, it's uh, we don't know exactly what's happening afterwards, but, you know, fingers crossed we'll be able to have, a, you know, a, a, if not the same summer, then, you know, as close to a normal summer as we, as we know. Um, unfortunately, Anissa is not here, but... Don't worry, her, she's, her enthusiasm is still here, so we've still got that. Um, but I can tell you, we are, we've got another wonderful guest for you. Uh, but as usual, I don't want to bore you with the information of telling them, uh, of you know, giving you a description of them. Uh, I'd rather they do that themselves. So I'm glad to say that Ramin is our guest today. Ramin, could you please uh, introduce yourself? Just tell us a bit about yourself. So hi, everyone. I'm Ramin Khwaja, as introduced by Jeffrey. So first off, uh, I'm really honored to be part of this podcast. It's incredible that Pick Up the Mic Brunel is providing a platform to people to come up and talk about sustainability. And talking about myself, I am a first year environmental science student at Brunel University. Um, it feels like I yesterday joined the university and in the blink of an eye, the first year is almost over. But of course, it was a great experience, even though it was online. To be honest, it was better than I expected. <laughs> so more about me. Um, I'm from Seattle, Pakistan, and I did my A-levels and GCSE in, from Seattle as well. So from the beginning, I wanted to pursue my career in environmental engineering, and hopefully I will, because um, environment science is so diverse. You have multiple options for a career in this field. So I'm looking forward to do many, many internships in different areas in environmental science. So I could choose the best one to pursue as my career. But of course, I have my eyes on environmental engineering from the very, very beginning. And I'm, I'm more of a nature-loving person, and because of this, I always feel like a connection or a string pulling me towards it. So as an environmental science student and environmentalist, I have a strong desire to make Earth a better place to live. I think this is just my way to give back to the community and the environment. And of course, I'm passionate about protecting the environment for our future generation. And um, I'm working to reduce plastic uh, use and waste by the end of 2023 at Brunel University. And this idea is supported by my online campaign called Plastic Go on Instagram. And I'm really, really passionate about raising awareness about uh, plastic pollution and addressing alternative measures to tackle them. I think it's just my little, little, little contribution towards a sustainable environment. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, I think all our listeners uh, will definitely be able to agree that you do such such an important and amazing work. You know, you, it's clear that you're very passionate about the environment and that's all that's all this podcast is about. So uh, yet again, mm -hmm. thank you again for, for being mm -hmm. on the podcast. Nice, no, um, my pleasure. 
Um, so we'll now we'll now go to the first official question. So you briefly touched upon um, you know plastic go uh, in your introduction, and I was just wondering if you could just give our listeners a bit more information about uh, you know what plastic go is, uh, and maybe just you know also talk about you know why why you you decided to come up with plastic go because I believe this is something that you've you know you started. It isn't something that someone else did before you. This is your own uh, you know your own independent. Uh, platform that you've created yeah sure so i'm running an online blogging account on instagram as i said before by the name of plastic go plastic go is a a plastic pollution campaign that was basically my university project for the module leadership for sustainability Uh, it was basically a group project with my other two classmates um, and it turned out that I am really passionate about re- reducing plastic pollution. So I'm continuing this project in my second year as well. So about the campaign, this campaign's aimed to research the adverse impacts of plastic and ultimately raise understanding among the people about the harmful effect of plastics on the environment and the human well-being as well. So, and it also reflects on eco-friendly habits to adopt a zero plastic waste lifestyle. It will also aid people to switch to sustainable means and encourage them to embrace recycling practices. So this initiative intends to unite people at any age, even it's the adult or a child, It will unite people to contribute to our ambitions to clean and healthy living. So, yeah, its ultimate goal is to encourage people to buy with purpose and minimize purchasing products that have a negative impact on sustainable development. And I believe to eradicate this issue, it is crucial to understand the sources and impact of plastic. So that's what we are here for to, um, you know, raise awareness. Thank you for that. And yeah, I know our listeners uh, have heard previously from uh, uh, the Brunel professor, Dr. Eleni, about the, you know, the, the harmful effects of plastic pollution. So it's very nice to hear that, you know, you're doing, you know, numerous efforts to, you know, go out and tackle this issue. Uh, and, you know, I think we can all say that within the last, um, you know, in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of awareness being raised about the effects of plastic pollution and you know how it impacts different environments, whether those are marine life um, or just, you know, uh, litter, essentially, uh, you know, plastic waste uh, that we can see locally in our areas. So that's very it's very good that you've sort of raised this this point. Now, I guess, on a, you know, going on to that point. In, it's, it's clear that plastic pollution uh, is an issue and, you know, places like Plastic Go and your online blog are very important for in, individuals to get more information about, you know, plastic pollution and how harmful it can be. But I guess aside from, you know, Plastic Go, uh, plastic go where could individuals go to get more information about plastic pollution what, what whether it's websites or instagram pages or anything like that uh, or even podcasts uh, similar to ours um yeah. where could they go <laughs> um, where, where could they go to uh, to get more information about plastic pollution please so if you want real life data and 
facts about plastic pollution, you can visit various websites like Our World in Data. And here you can find some articles as well that I came across, I personally came across uh, by. So there's one article by Hannah Ritchie and Max Rosa with the title Plastic Pollution. Um, um, at this website and it's amazing it talks about marine plastic pollution land plastic pollution and every type of pollution as well so other than this i prefer national geographic blogs and britannica articles are also very helpful and if you are willing to research more uh you can read scientific papers by searching on web of science um, to be honest, I prefer scientific papers more because as an environmental science student, uh, I have to make sure that information I'm conveying is authentic. So I prefer, you know, verified resources. And yeah, if you want to learn more about plastic pollutions, you can go to pick up the mic for now <laughs> to, you know, know about more uh, about plastic and other sustainable uh, development talks and you know you can go there and you can hear these podcasts whenever you want so yeah that's it yeah thank you very much for that and yeah this uh into the spotlight podcast is very it's very important about raising awareness and you know we we work with um you know we work with numerous podcasts so like you said like pick up the mic uh Brunel and uh, this one which has run through the uh, Environmental Science Society we work with a number of them uh, so thank you for, for you know highlighting that and I think what you said there is key um, because there is you know individuals like to get information from different places um, and whether that's you you know you like to get it from I guess a more social friendly like something you can quickly review over like the National Geographic they have a lot of infographics about plastic pollution or other types of pollution or whether you know you want to know the the mechanisms and you know you want to know what research being done looking like you said on web of science uh, or google scholar that's another good one um, yeah. can be ways to get to get in-depth information and learn about especially if you know this is something you're passionate about if research is something you want to go into this can be a really key time to actually go out and say you know i want to to develop this research because like you said not only is it going to help with your whether you're you know studying this as a degree or it links to your dissertation or things like that um but this is also you know if you're applying for jobs uh, this is an, another key skill that you can show that you've you know you've done excess research um, or outside you've done research outside of you know what you're being taught uh, as a part of your course or things like that um so yeah that's that's very good and like you said lastly uh yeah podcast i know um myself i listen to uh this podcast uh which is similar to ours uh, they do environmental issues um called for what it's earth um but they specialize as well and just talking about you know uh, research the research side of things more so there I think one of them is a PhD student or was a PhD student um, mm. but they're on Spotify uh, so if anyone's anyone's on Spotify um, and you, you're listening I definitely recommend checking them out because they do a really they, they do do a, like a wide range of subjects and they go into quite a lot of depth so yeah that's that's definitely important that you've you've raised that now yeah. on more of a personal level um, you know Plastic, reducing plastic pollution is key. It's something that we, you know, from what you've just said um, and from what we've heard from in previous episodes, it's something that definitely needs to be addressed. It's something that we can't, we can't just leave the way it is. So on a personal level, 
Um, how do you reduce plastic pollution in your own life? If you could just uh, maybe give us a couple of ways that you do in your own life to ensure that you know you're you're reducing your plastic waste and uh, you know not not adding to the plastic pollution that's already there. Yeah, sure. Um, so the idea of sustainable development inspired me to be more considerate while using the resources I'm blessed with, so that our future generation may also get a chance to benefit from them. So I have significantly cut down my plastic waste and, of course, the use at my home. So normally we don't use disposable plastics such as plastic grocery bags, disposable cutlery or coffee couplets. So we have replaced them with cloth bags and steel cutlery and glass water bottles as one of these are, all of these are usable. And it's easy to, you know, reduce plastic nowadays in Pakistan because many fashion brands have also uh, replaced paper bags and uh, plastic bags with cloth bags. So switching to cloth bag is relatively easy here. And other than that, I avoid using plastic straws. And if I'm if I have no choice, I choose to reuse plastic products rather than throwing them away. Yeah, so that's all. And don't normally buy plastic, you know, things or the yeah, plastic, you know, things that have plastic in them. So mm. yeah, that's Yes, no, no, thank you very much for that. Uh, and I think, like you said there, uh, it's some of those things that you said are, are things that our listeners can take on and think about uh, reducing, you know, take on as ways to reduce plastic waste in their own lives. Uh, and yeah, I think, like you said as well, one thing that we, we have to highlight is a lot of, uh, you know, I don't know for every, you know, shop, but I know that there are some shops that are trying to get rid of like single use plastics So whether it's, um, you know, uh, certain vegetables, you, you no longer have those like plastic bags that you would collect them in. Um, but I know also, yeah. you know, there's there's online shops as well uh, that are sustainable. They give you, you know, bags that you can use. So the reusable shopping bags. Um, there's bags that you can buy specifically for those vegetables as well, which is really good. Um, but obviously there's other things. Um, uh, I know like uh, there's plastic, you know, there's, um, I think we, we spoke about it previously uh, in an episode of uh, bar shampoo rather than using like plastic shampoo um, as a way to, to tackle plastic pollution. So yeah, there's, there's a, loads of ways that you can do it. And I think it's really good that you are, you know, reducing plastic waste in your own life so thank you thank you for letting our listeners know i guess a bit more about you yeah um but going back to to plastic go and you know you you work out you know as a brunel student i know that you're working heavily um with people at the university to help tackle plastic pollution um whether it's you know globally through your blog or you know locally with uh, with the actions that you're you're t- taking place the actions that you're doing and you know asking people to do uh, on campus um but i guess i want to know in a more wider sense what can higher education institutions such as universities do to help tackle plastic pollution so what are some methods that they could do to whether it's you know raise awareness about the issue or um within themselves help to reduce their plastic waste as a whole things like that what what could they do essentially so to tackle plastic pollution, um, universities have to reduce their plastic waste by minimizing the use of disposable items and work together to recycle more. 
and mm, universities can promote, reduce, reuse, and recycle principles by organizing workshops and campaigns on campus every month, once uh, once a day, yeah, in every month. And students can also sign a petition to make the university plastic free. Uh, other than that, local shops like at Brunel can replace single-use plastic products to reduce plastic pollution. Yeah. So this is these are some of them you can do to reduce plastic pollution. Thank you for that. And um, I think it's it's key to to highlight, like you said, that there are there are many methods that you can do. So like having these, um, you know, reinforcing this principle of reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, you know, I think a lot of people when they hear it, they only or when it comes to, you know, like plastic pollution, there's mainly a focus on reusing or recycling. But, you know, it is in that order. It's essentially, uh, you know, making sure you try and reduce the amount of plastic in your life. If you can't reduce the amount uh, or if there's bits and areas in your life where, you know, plastic pollution or your plastic usage can't be reduced, um, then think about ways you could reuse the plastic. And obviously, uh, if the plastic cannot be reused, then just make sure you recycle it. So, yeah, I think that's that's very key. And I know um, there was a uh, I knew I uh, had a panel discussion a couple of months ago that I was on and that was one of the things that was raised and people did say that um, even uh, universities because they have a wide range of students from a wide range of backgrounds and uh, you know from from different countries uh, some countries have different ways of promoting of you know doing uh, you know ways to promoting ways sorry to uh, reduce plastic pollution so using things like you said like campaigns or yeah. workshops or things like that uh, can be a huge thing to 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 highlight and um i think also like you like you said with the campaigns i know one of the things uh, i'm not sure if we discussed it previously on the podcast um but i know it's something that we've definitely i've definitely talked about uh, before is the idea of the the plastic the numbering on the plastic so there are a lot of symbols that when it comes to plastic pollution or, you know, plastic bottles or plastic products that we see that we might not necessarily know what they mean, but make the assumption that they're, that they means that they're reusable. Um, yeah. or it means that they can be recycled. Um, but obviously, um, plastics, there's a wide range of plastics. We've discussed this in our previous episode that, you know, there's different types of plastics and some of well, these, some of these plastics are recyclable. Some of them aren't, but obviously, yeah. Uh, the average individual might not necessarily know that from the the labeling because you know we, we always assume recycling symbols uh, with you know either the arrows in a in a circle or in a triangle with all green and a lot of companies sometimes will put certain symbols on there to give the impression that you know either the product itself or the company itself is uh, you know reducing their plastic pollution but just i you know i'd recommend to anyone listening just look up there's loads of websites that actually go into detail about what the different labels on plastic packaging mean so one of for example one of them it's like three uh, it's like two um two arrows in a circle uh, that basically means that the plastic itself isn't recyclable um, so yeah. if you only see this symbol, yeah, it's, it just means that it's not recyclable. It just means that um, the company itself gives to a, a certain, uh, I think it's called, I don't remember the top of the head, but it's essentially a fund that tackles plastic pollution within Europe. So this company is essentially, when you see that symbol, it just means they're giving that. Now, if there's other symbols there, um, 
you know, like the three, uh, the three uh, arrows and a triangle, yeah. um, that necessarily most of the time will mean that it is recyclable. But obviously, you know, you just got to be aware of these symbols. So I would recommend to anyone listening, just think about looking it up, um, you know, whether it's in your, you, you know, your spare time or you keep an eye out for it always. So just just make sure that you're recycling the right thing. Um, and especially with plastic pollution, like we said, there's such a wide variety of plastics that you can make the assumption that as long as it's plastics, it, it's recyclable, which obviously uh, sometimes it's not. Um, yeah. But I guess on to our last question uh, for today. Um, you've given us a lot of information and I think uh, so we might be able to get some tips uh, from what you've uh, said about, you know, <laughs> reducing our own plastic pollution. But I guess what's one tip that you would give to someone who's looking for ways to promote, uh, you know, plastic uh, reduction or redu ways to promote the promote ways essentially that reduce plastic pollution? Um, or what advice would you give to someone who's looking to do it themselves? So they don't necessarily want to promote it only. They also want to, in their own personal lives, take steps to reduce plastic pollution. Uh, so... To be honest, it's pretty hard to convince people to switch from plastic to other materials. It's just like asking them to leave smoking or something. They know how harmful it is, but still they are choosing the other way. So um, I would say focus more on how to reduce plastic products and find an effective and a cheaper way to reduce plastic pollution to convince people. And... Uh, Try to understand why people prefer buying plastic products rather than alternative packaged products. So um, talking about cheaper ways, let me share the results of our surveys. So, so we held two surveys for our campaign. And when we asked people that why they are willing to, per, uh, still are willing to purchase packaged items or are they willing to purchase alternative to plastic while shopping? All of them agreed that they are willing to purchase packaged items that are alternative of plastic. However, when we asked them to choose between the cheaper plastic product or alternative packaged product with a slightly high price, so 64% uh, of people chose uh, cheaper plastic products. So it shows people are willing to switch but there are hindrances, uh, but the hindrance is the availability of cheap alternative products and non-availability of alternative packaged products. So I would recommend to focus on more effective uh, ways, uh, on more finding effective ways and uh, to reduce plastic pollution. Yeah, it's important to understand the psychology that why people are still prefer, uh, still people prefer to buy plastic products to, um, you know, promote awareness and to promote alternative packaged products. Thank you. No, you're welcome. And I think you're, I think you're definitely right now. I know uh, that, that it is true that um, there are other factors uh, that link with, you know, plastic, uh, you're not necessarily yeah. plastic pollution, but link with, you know, people's uh, usage of plastics. Um, so, you know, obviously, uh, I, I can I can definitely agree with you. There is a socioeconomic uh, factor that does limit, you know, if you've got the availability or you've got the money to afford uh, some of yeah. these plastic free products, uh, it can it can be easier to do the switch than someone who unfortunately cannot. Um, but I think, like you said, just, uh, you know, looking at ways uh, 
even you know whether it's companies look at ways to reduce their plastic or individuals just look towards ways uh in their personal lives uh because like uh you know like we said on the podcast before um there are simple things that you can do uh, and one of the things i'm pretty sure i've said it before and i'll probably keep saying it is you know don't try and go all in essentially what i mean by that is i'm not saying um you know you, you shouldn't tackle plastic pollution uh, in your everyday life or you shouldn't try and do it in every sphere of your everyday life um yeah. but also understand that you know trying to make your your bathroom routine and your shopping routine and your eating routine plastic free um might not necessarily be as easy as it is um yeah it might not necessarily be as easy as you know you'd normally uh you know if it was to do one thing so whether it's you know you just start off by saying uh you know my shopping routine i'm gonna make sure that i look for products that, uh, you know, don't have plastic packaging. Uh, I'm going to, if I'm going to buy any like bottles, I'm going to make sure that they can be recycled or I can recycle them. If I, you know, I'm able to, I'm going to buy a, you know, reusable water bottle. Um, and yeah, yeah. just, just you know, focusing on your bathroom, uh, on one routine and then just building it up as you go along um, can be a huge, huge, huge benefit. So yeah, thank you. Thank you again for this, Ramin. And yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. You've given some really yeah, it was good... pleasures on mine. Oh, no, yeah. it's very, honestly, it's been really good to have you on here. You've given some really good insights um, into various topics. Um, so thank you again for being on here. Uh, for any of our listeners, you know, uh, we're, we're still... Uh, we're still still recording so we've still got some more episodes to come and we'll be announcing the details for our season two and how uh, that will be going in a couple of weeks so just keep an eye out for that uh, whether it's on the website or on the uh, on our instagram page at brunel environmental uh, but i guess just before we 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 close today ramin um You've discussed, you know, your blog and you've given us more information about Plastic Go. Where can our listeners go, though, to find out more and to, you know, learn more about Plastic Go? Um, you know, you said you've got a blog. Is there somewhere in particular that our listeners can go to to see your blog? Um, essentially, where could they find more information? More information about Plastic Pollution or Plastic Go? Uh, plastic Go, please. So I only run the blog. Other than that, you can't, you know, find Plastic Go anywhere except New Generation Brunel. You can find my interview and you can go into uh, pick up the Mac Brunel to watch the podcast. Other than that, um, it's just my blog. Yeah. Instagram account um, on Instagram. Sorry, Instagram account only. No, no, that's, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, and yeah, anyone listening, uh, if you do follow us, uh, Bruno Environmental on Instagram, uh, then you will, uh, we'll attach, uh, we'll tag the Plastic Go hash um, account. So you can uh, feel free to have a click on there and uh, learn more information there. But yeah, thank you very much, Ramin. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you listeners again for your support and for listening to today's episode. And yeah, keep an eye out for our next episode. <laughs>